Oh my god, hello, and welcome to episode 28 of Tales of Idea. That only took me like an extra, well, oh, four minutes, I thought it'd be more, to uh, reset two of the uh, the webcam captures, so that was fun. But anyway, welcome. Hi, Simon. Always nice to see you. Uh, we appreciate you very much. Uh, we are all back this week, and... Um, Milos, we're very happy that you're feeling better, by the way, just to say it officially. Um, I have been Thank harassing you. you with questions, but um, very happy to have you back, and um, we'll dive right in. I'm just kind of happy putting it out there. Shh, you, you get out of here. <laughs> no, shush. Um, <clears throat> Tower of Danos, day unknown, month unknown. No, that's not right. Let me fix that. Oberon's Tower, April 7th, year 51 of the New Era. 21 days. For 21 days, the Ashen Hearts have wandered this forsaken island, trapped in the magic and the mists that had cost the lives of many an adventurer or seafarer alike. The awareness of this knowledge of time blossoms in their minds as the clockmaker the odd, godlike entity that seems to have influenced so much of their lives this year stands before them suddenly. She has joined you within the confines of the wizard's tower that now belongs to the resurrected elven sage named Oberon. The sensation of time writing itself brings back flashes of memory from the past few weeks. Wave after wave of delayed exhaustion rolls over you and threatens to knock you off your feet, only for them to harmlessly pass by and leave no trace on you at all. You recall your arrival on the island, Feleg, the, ca the ship captain who brought you here, and Svala, the dwarf who you found. You recall the trek through the forest, which was so much longer than you realized. You wandered for a long time before you found your way to the lady's house. You can even see yourselves resting in the house, and then something else. Several of the creatures from the tower that were locked up in the cellar beneath the house, scratching at a magical barrier that prevented them from coming out. You see yourself then arriving at the tower, and struggling for what seems like days to find a way to enter. And you see Tarnok's departure, and you guess that he may still wander the island even now. The rest flashes by more quickly, as if time was more compressed. The hours you spent in the prison, the time you spent fighting the tower's defenses, and even the time you spent chasing down Patrick and resurrecting Oberon into Danos's clone body. Your eyes open, and now it all falls into place. Here you are, the Ashenhearts together, tired after days without rest, standing in the presence of one of the oldest wizards now in the world, and in the presence of a godlike being, who looks at you through thin spectacles set upon her freckled and, honestly, rather unremarkable face. She waited for everyone to come in, but now that you are gathered here, she looks at you and she says, Good, you're here. You've done good work so far, but this is where it gets tricky. I assume you know who I am. And I understand it's a surprise. Take a little time. Ask me whatever you want. But understand that we'll soon have to get down to business about what we have to do next. 
and she looks expectantly at the group to see if there are any things that you wish to bring to the fore or to do to her in some cases that were suggested last week. <laughs> I'll be right back. I need one minute. Very important. Okay. He's uh, overexcited, I think. <laughs> so, um... Um... Why are you... How are you... Are you the same person that I think you are? Yes. That's it? I've gone insane. No, what? not yet. You might, but not yet. That would make it all easier. Um... Why are you here? Because you finally are doing something that's important enough. And it needs to be done right. Also, I'm not really here, here. I'm more of a shadow on the wall. Okay. Is that all? Shadow Can we move on? No. No. We cannot move on. You can see she's already, like, she already seems impatient. But she does not push you to continue. Why? No. No? I... Don't think I have any proper questions until I think. Um, and I'll turn to Oberon. Is the tower safe at least for now? Where we are here? I have managed to stabilize the tower and the defenses, which is why everything is unfolding as it is currently. But understand that you do not have much time to arrange your business here. Mm-hmm. So you're the, and I turn back to her. You're the TikTok. TikTok. It's not my usual name, but sure. Okay. And I'll just sit down. <laughs> I'll say Myra is just like as far away as possible but in the room. Mm-hmm. Staring between the clockmaker and JJ. But when Bardak makes that joke he actually smiles a little bit. When you smile like she's kind of just looking around the room. She does catch your eye maybe a moment later or a few moments later. And there's there's an almost inscrutable look on her face, but if you like, you can attempt. But only you, Chance, you can attempt a an insight check. Ooh, that's really good. Can I load up my character sheet? I did. Insights. Twenty-seven. Okay, I will write it to you. One word of the emotion that she's feeling. Oops, I forgot to send this. Um, I 
<clears throat> I go back to scowling. About this. Do you understand why I don't do this much? Don't really enjoy these blank stares. If you have something to ask me, ask it. If you need to converse amongst yourselves, do it. But you will need to get to resting soon, which means we need to get to talking even sooner. Mm -hmm. So chop chop. Well, I don't really, really know what to say. I'm st still very interested that you just stopped at one point. Stopped being there. Okay. And? Well, why? You chose differently. Why would I spend my time on people that do not want to work with me? I don't remember me choosing anything. Someone chose for you. And you let them. Big. Green. Okay. And uh, just, Kevin, you said 21 days, right? Yes. She she kind of like in the ensuing silence between Barnett's questions, she looks around again, and her eyes of course fall to JJ, and she just looks over. You good? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, slightly surprised to find two of you a company so soon, but you knew what it was we were trying to do here, and and you did. Thank you. It was a very interesting challenge, this tower. Yes. She kind of looks over at Danos for a moment, or at Oberon for a moment. <clears throat> right. Well, if that's all, shall we get down to it? It's fairly simple. And she gets ready to begin, you know, explaining whatever she's come here to talk about. Um, unless somebody wants to interrupt and still have something to say that is, you know, personal. Anything? Any outbursts? Just checking. How's Myra looking right now? Like, pissed. Is this very pissed? Yeah, okay. yeah very pissed. Okay. Do we see that you're pissed? Oh, yeah. Myra's not hiding it. So you got pissed when the clockmaker showed up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, if I may, why is our friend, why does our friend seem angry at you? I think you'll need to ask her. It's not my secret to tell. Myra? She looks over at you as well, Myra. Just like her eyebrows are raised, she looks like a, an expected school teacher. Uh, 
Myra just kind of like points to the shoulder but doesn't say anything. If you have something to say or ask, please do so. Why? Why what? Why are people that use what you know and doing things like this? Because mortal kind is greedy and a lot of you can't control yourselves. You see something powerful and you have to break it, adapt it, use it, abuse it, and ruin it. For what it's worth, and I don't think it's worth much, I am sorry that happened to you, but I had no hand in it. What is that, Myra? What's... We never actually asked you that. Um, I'll tell you after whatever she has to say is taken care of. Okay. Okay, good. Now, come gather around. And she walks to the other side of the dinner table and then faces you, kind of expecting you to line up on the other side. Even Oberon walks up to have a better look at things. <clears throat> do you all join, or Myra, do you stay further away? <laughs> I'll stay further away, but okay. I will get closer. Okay. I join. Yeah. So, yeah. as you all come closer, and Myra keeps some distance, she, you know, she waits for a moment longer to see if you'll overcome your reluctance and then when you don't um, she just kind of waves a hand and a projection uh, a projection of images appears above the table and you see it's essentially just a map layout of some part you presume of the tower um, of a number of rooms <clears throat> and after a moment you do recognize a part of it a long corridor into which you were initially teleported which is connected now you see to a number of different chambers above it and she begins to explain now when Danos built this place well not the whole place but this containment mechanism essentially what he did and he kind of she kind of looks around the table oh you're not going to get this he, he made a machine that reverses entropy. However, Barnack just nods because she said you're not going to get this. And just agrees with her 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, it's not a perfect machine because the blueprint for how it reverses entropy is not correct. That's a long story, but the point is this. The machine stands at the center of this chamber, and she points to like one central chamber on the map, and I have the schematic for you in a minute, but she points to the, this chamber. She says, 
there is a machine here in which we will eventually need to replace one component with the timepiece that you possess. That way we can seal the breach. However, that means turning it off. Turning it off. The machine that is keeping that creature that you've seen and heard out. Uh. Yes. You can see the difficulty that we're facing. So if we turn it off, it will be able to... Yes. I see. Mm -hmm. However, with the sage's help, we can manage it as long as we're quick enough. Now, before we're able to get there, we'll have to clear the place of these things. And she waves her hand again, and beside the schematic you see kind of 3D flashes of the creatures that you faced, grotesque humanoid imitations that just don't seem right. They have blades for arms, or horrible claws and crystals growing out of places where they shouldn't be. Um, and she gestures to it and says, there are a lot of these down there. But we can briefly overpower the device to eradicate them and then turn it off. So the first step in our plan will be for you to go here. And she points to an adjacent chamber to the central one where the main power conduit needs to be reconnected. If you manage that, we'll be able to overload it clear the area of the creatures and then move into the central chamber. Now that part I think you'll be able to manage with a little help. Your friend already has some ideas and you see Oberon just briefly nodding and he's still stroking his chin just kind of thinking as he looks at the, the plans again. But after that you will need to take him inside and protect him while he replaces the item in the device with the pocket watch. Does that make sense so far? Gigi nods while Bartnick waves his head. <laughs> she just kind of blinks once, twice. Where did I lose you? Um, at let's sit down and let's talk about this okay and entropy but that's the thing we are a group so as long as one of us understands they will explain it to the rest of us so jj right all right yeah i think it's relatively simple we gotta go i understood one killing room. things yeah and protecting this room. guy yep pretty much it we go into one room we kill some shit when shit is dead, we go into another room. Oberon takes the pocket watch, puts it into fancy machine, while we kill other shit that tries to kill Oberon. Pretty yep. much it. That, exactly. And I turn to her and say, See? He's a better spokesman. I'll just speak Barnack. 
What's entropy? <laughs> she kind of thinks for a moment and then just says a really bad thing that you don't want to have happen. But Question. if the tower's made to reverse entropy and entropy is something bad... Yes. You have understood the basic <laughs> concept of the device. Well done. Yeah, but it wasn't made good. That's the that's the point, right? Precisely. It is not perfect as it should be. For which we can't blame Danos because he did not know any better. Regardless, it's now up to us to fix his mistake and close the rift. Now, she kind of says it at the same time as you and just stops. <laughs> what? Well, I'm just wondering, once we um, replace this component you said the creature that resides within will be set free. During the process, yes. It will be able to spill forth, but your terminology is wrong. It is not contained within. It is on the other side of a door, which we are intending mm. to close. But first, we have to open it fully. And will it be able to pass through the door fully? It will begin. So it's bigger. Okay. Good to know. Yes. While that door is open, it will be extremely dangerous. But the device you have, and she kind of, out of thin air, she plucks another cogwheel, like the ones that you've already placed within your device, and she hands it over to you, Jean-Jacques. While you have this, in a radius around this device, reality will remain constant and stable. You won't I be have safe. A question. You won't be safe, but you'll at least be able to fight back long enough while the upgrade is being made. You will only have to relinquish this the very last moment. What is your question? Do you have more of those? She kind of stops for a moment, raises an eyebrow, seems impressed, maybe? Maybe, that, that could be an emotion that you could read on her face right now. Um, and she just points to the table and where moments ago you were sure there was nothing, there are actually multiple timepieces laid out but these have no components in them. They don't tick. Um, they are empty like the first one, like this one, uh, when you first found it. Okay. And they do not protect us from that reality bendy thingy mingy. For mere seconds at best. But what they will do is reverse your personal time once. So if things go wrong, you have one chance to correct whatever mistake you made. Essentially what she's telling you is it's a one-time reset for not a specific amount of time, but it will take mm -hmm. you back and let you try to do something differently. Yeah, well, she's talking, um, 
JJ yeah. has pulled out the timepiece mm-hmm. and will, you know, open it up so that he can fit in the last cog. Okay. Easily enough done. Um. Oh, Kira, we have a lot of background noise from you. From, from Zoom. Oh, but I'm not on Zoom either. Yeah, me neither. Oh, oh no, Chance it has it's you, to sorry. Oh, yeah, it's like, but yeah, sorry, sorry. Weird. Um, I'm just gonna rejoin the call real quick. It's gone now. It's gone now. It just was for a moment. It's like someone is vacuuming. I think it sounded like that. Um, sorry, where were we? Oh yeah, the the timepiece. Uh, you complete it, and um, the the arms on the timepiece begin to move and effectively just slot into the correct position, giving you the current time. And that's it. Hmm. Always thought this was going to happen a bit differently. But... As did I. But we need to adjust our plans as the situation demands it. Now. And... What? And when we're, do- when we're done with that, whatever it is, um, will the timepiece, the, the actual one, I showed it to JJ, that one, will that one stop working? No, it will complete its job. It only needs to remain in the device for as long as it takes to close the rift, which will not be long. Good. Very well. So, the plan is simple, the execution is the hard part. But as I understand it, and she looks over to Oberon, you have some things to add. And Oberon just kind of... <clears throat> yes. Uh, I have discovered that in addition to the security forces that the tower commands, Deinos actually created what he called a company. Effectively, another set of golems more powerful than the ones you faced to protect the tower from these incursions. That's the only reason that we're able to stand here today instead of it having been overrun years ago. I found four of them that I was able to repair. The other ones are still in service now, keeping the other power conduits intact. But I am able to give you control over these four golems so you will have their aid and you will be able to command them as you need them to during your assault. Other than that, of course, you will have my aid down there, but once I am working on the device, I will not be able to help you anymore. Okay. Well, that is very good. Having golems more powerful than the ones we faced will help us greatly. It will. Um, Oberon, do you know the the number of creatures that are currently attacked? Well, residing in the tower that we need to take care of. Oh, Oberon thinks for a moment, and then beside him, Kiralos pops into existence. He looks at Kiralos, and Kiralos just says. 517. Okay. 
enough for each of us, then I believe. Oberon adds, most of them are being held back by the Emerald Company, but a sizable portion is concentrated around the main conduit, which you will have to clear out before doing your work. Now about that, and he turns to the map, and essentially that's the map that I've shown you, um, or that, that I've shown to you on roll 20. <clears throat> now, in the main conduit chamber, you will have three different points. Effectively, you need to control all three points on the wall in order to reset it and get the connection running again. That means clear out the area and keep someone in place so that you can activate them at the same time. It's as simple as flipping a lever, but it needs to happen all at once. Otherwise, you will not be able to. Do you understand? These three places being... One on the left, one right next to the doorway across the way, and one next to the doorway on the right. And just for a uh, uh, GM question, these would be the yellow dots on the no. left and right? No, no, no. Just in the main conduit chamber. He's not talking about the ah, dots. Ah, okay, okay. The okay, dots okay. are explained below. It's just about which uh, oh, okay, parts okay. of the hallways um, the tower's defenders control. So if we uh, were to fight our way straight down the middle as soon as we appear and hold the main conduit chamber, in theory, we would be able to achieve this. If you could, but that is the chamber in which all of these creatures are concentrated, or many of them. Yeah. Um, Kevin, can you also show it, the map again? It's in your handouts. It's up to you to open it. I can only show oh, it to okay. players yeah, once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. I didn't see it properly. Okay. Okay. And <clears> we <throat> get four golems, you said. That's right. Hmm. See. Okay, well, and the clockmaker just kind of like claps her hands, the, the images remain in place, both of the creatures kind of spiraling and then changing to different creatures every time, and of the map just remains in place over the table. Any questions right now? Well, I had one about the creature that will be passing through this doorway. Okay. Do you have any idea of its capabilities or <coughs> what you might expect? in terms of assault. It is unlike anything you have ever faced, and possibly will ever face again. But it will need to manifest something in the bubble of reality around you that you can interact with and that you can deal with. So most likely more creatures, possibly psychic assaults, possibly spell effects. But the exact nature of whatever it will launch at you is unknown to me. Regardless, you will not have to deal with its true form, which would be both impossible and it would destroy you instantaneously. 
but you will have to survive whatever it manages to throw at you within the confines of the reality around you. Hmm. And have you... You haven't told us why are you helping us do this? This is what I exist for. This... To contain these things. No. To fix the mistakes of the God's Fall. This is not the only problem that came from it. This is not the only thing that's gone wrong ever since. And someone needs to clean up, and that's me, or the people I work with. Okay. Well, I do have more questions, if you may stay for a few more minutes. I'll be here but longer. They don't, they don't actually have to do anything with this tower. Okay. There was a person who said that you were their master. Who? Well, now they are called Mortimer, I believe. You can see just instantly disgust on her face. Yeah. That, that person... Who, what, what and why? She kind of looks around the group for a moment and her eyes fall on Jean-Jacques a little longer than on the others. And she says, a failed apprentice. One who could not play by the rules. And not only chose differently as you did, but decided to abuse what I had given him. Should we be worried about him? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he was innately bad, not innately good turned bad. He chose to be evil. Concepts like that won't do you much good. He is greedy and he wants many things for which he is prepared to do many things. If you want to call that evil, then it is evil. But it's no different than you willing to sacrifice yourselves to close this hole in reality. Okay. Well, I guess one problem after the other. Mortimer is not an immediate threat. Okay. Good. And another thing was, should we be worried about Pax? If you want to be. Well, I mean, will the entity called Pax come after you and then probably indirectly come after us? And then I also look at Jean-Jacques. Or after someone, at least. I doubt it. Okay. Very good. Very good. Are we, um... Are we risking... Causing another God's Fall here? 
if you fail, possibly. But like I told you before, you're not the only ones who can deal with this. You're just the closest, and now the most convenient. It will just be a lot worse if it's not stopped now. I guess then we should stop it. It is a choice you still can make. If you want to walk away, you are now able to. I will not judge you for it. There's no point in that. You have some rest I ahead of you. Judgment from beings like yourself, I believe, is reserved for those who worship beings like yourselves. Beings like me? What do you think I am, Barnak? Well, if I remember correctly, Pax called you a demigod. <laughs> no. Fair enough. <clears throat> I have no more questions. I believe I've asked everything I needed to know. Um, actually, I do have a question. Why isn't any of the higher beings dealing with things like these? Because they can't. They no longer have that kind of influence on this world. For now, anyway. They can still hear you. If that's what oh, you're worried I'm about. I, I'm sure they can. Fine then. I personally don't want this evil thing coming out. And that is why I'm willing to do this. And that's what I was counting on. Alright. Well. Discuss amongst yourselves. Get some sleep. Think about if you really want to be here, and then in the morning, you know the plan. I'll be around a little longer because I need to talk to your friend over here. So if there's anything else, let me know. And she just beckons Oberon, and the two of them go to stand like on the other side of the chamber, near some bookcases, and begin to talk quietly. At this point, Patrick kind of leans forward in the chair that he was sitting on and he goes, um, she said, she assumed that we all knew who she was, but, um, who is that? Oh, right. Um. I think that's a bit hard to explain, actually. I, she is a godlike entity obviously not a demigod as we thought so um but nevertheless a godlike entity that is um been depositing these things i kind of show in the pocket watch 
okay. in the world to seek um, those worthy of wielding a fraction of her power. And um, her goal is restoring the balance in the world and bringing back order that was lost during the God's Fall. That sounds pretty good. I like that. Okay. I guess it could depend on your point of view, but I like it too. And there's no walking away from this, is there? I mean, she said we could, but we can't really, can we? I think we can. But I also think we can't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we can. Doesn't seem right, does it? Well, mm. I don't think we right. should. Yeah, I agree with Tani. I don't think we should, but I think we can if we want to. Are we really gonna argue semantics? Well, also hey, she, very she fair used, points in the book. She used you guys. entropy, so like, yeah. Yeah. let me have something. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm knackered, so I'm going to sleep. Before you do, I, I had a real quick question. I know a little bit of, uh, I believe I know a little bit of your art or profession. Okay. I was wondering if you could do something for me before you go to sleep. And then you take out, all right, I, I don't unsheathe my sword, I just unclasp it from my belt. And it's this very long, mm -hmm. beautiful, like, saber. Um, yeah. It has, like, you know, um, gold inlaid and silver filigree on the scabbard. This is a blade that's very, that I'm very fond of. Mm -hmm. um, but it's lost its, I believe it once had magical properties, but it no longer does. Would you be able to perhaps infuse it with some magic for tomorrow? Um. I feel like the creatures we'll be fighting might not be harmed by normal means. And I would appreciate having this at my disposal. I can have a look at it. Mm. Can't make any promises, though. It's uh, yeah. a little fuzzy. That's perfectly fine. I'm more than happy with an attempt. Tani, where, where did Jaja get that blade? I've been meaning to ask. He's different. Does he seem different to you? Mm-hmm. He never fought with a blade, he would just run away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd fight from from the distance. This yeah, from a thing. very long distance, yeah. Hey, <laughs> you! You! <laughs> oh, he would know best. He wants to die. <laughs> like... That's, well, Jean-Jacques, um, where did you get that blade? What is that blade? You really, you really don't know, do you? We don't. It's not just me. We don't. None of us do. Hmm. That's curious indeed. I got it. From the uh, wastelands to the north. Um, 
spent a number of years exploring over there and um, picked it up from a ruin where I discovered some other things like how to use it in the way that I do. I thought I'd told you all this many times before and especially no. while we were on the ship together it's no Jean-Jacques you for the past several time because I don't know what time it is for the past several whatevers you've been different and you weren't the same person we know so what you're remembering doesn't stand with what we are remembering I want to be back one sec you're still Jean-Jacques, right? You, you're not like what you did with Oberon? You don't have another ring that you let? No, I don't. No. Okay. I really want to insight check that. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. <laughs> I'm keeping all rings so we don't see them. All the rings. The hand volumes. So, Jean-Jacques, you That's... never fought with a sword before. Just so you know. Well, even if what I'm <clears throat> what I'm suspecting might have happened, that is not entirely true. As part of my education, it's mandatory for fighting men and women of North Dyke to go through weapons training. It's law. Um, I, I. I'm not sure of this by any means. But I believe something's strange. I it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I rolled a six for the first one for my plus plus my plus eight would have been a fourteen. And I rolled another six. Oh wow. <laughs> Unlucky. God damn it. It happens. Yeah. I mean it's up to I get okay. I was here when the call when you were inside checking. It's so. an inside, yeah. It was an oh, inside check on whether John Jack was lying about not having any other magical rings that <laughs> supplant his personality, and then whether or not I guess he's sure of okay. what exactly happened. If you could just roll a persuasion check real quick, yeah. With my new clockmaker dice. <laughs> oh wow. Huh. 26 from nice. natural 20. Um, oh, fuck. He's very, very truthful, but he's also literally not deceiving you. Like, he just needed to pass your role on the inside to make sure that you believed him. Otherwise, he was just stumbling enough for you to disbelieve him. So, yeah, seemed oh. good. Uh, Jacques, Jacques, I actually do want to take a ring from you. And, well, maybe you oh. should have it. I think. Connie has the other one. The platinum yeah, ring rewarding bond. I mean, I hope you still have it. No, no, it's just, is it still with me? I, have, I, remember I we... have two of them. Well, three in yeah. total. I always wear one, and then I think I gave you one and Tani one. Yeah, I just yes. feel like we maybe changed, but yeah, okay. yeah. Whoever wants to give me theirs, so I have one. Well, regardless of who has it, you get yeah. get it back. Um, yeah. So Tani has one, you have two. And that's where we're at. Okay. I believe that 
when I went through the barrier, the magical force in the engine room, something, something happened. I don't know enough of the theory about what could have happened to properly explain it. I intend to find out, but I have a feeling that I'm not the same Jean-Jacques that you know. Not entirely. Roll a history check. Okay. While you guys respond. You're not a Jean-Jacques from the future? Like what Pax showed us? Oh. No. I well, let me let me see what I get and then Kevin can say how much of this I actually know. Um thirteen. Okay. I'm just gonna write you something. Keep, keep okay. No, I I don't believe it's the same thing. I, I remember that. Me being the wizard king and What what do you mean? What future? Oh shit, I forgot that too. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Well, I'll just ask, you're not a Jinjak from the future? Just that. It, it's all very, um, it's all very fuzzy to me. I, I think multiple versions of Personalities? myself. No. Voices in your head? No. Like... You know how, as you travel across, um, is it called the Middle Sea, the central part the mid around Postitia? The Mid-Sea. Mid you know how you're, as you travel around the Mid-Sea, Barnack, and then you go from, like, North Dyke to, you know, near Ulthas, and then you hear the same sea shanty that you know from back home, but it's just slightly different? Like, it's the same tune, but the words are a bit different. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. So I believe that... Sea shanties. No, Barnack. Focus, for fuck's sake. I believe that... There were multiple versions of myself... That went into... The engine room. And went into... The... Magical force... And we and all converged in one afterwards. Mm -hmm. Now it's like um, all the sea shanties at one. It's 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 very fuzzy. You're more Jean Jacques in one. Yes. Yes and no. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Then I'll just have a simple question. How do you fight from now on? I fought with blade and magic. Storm magic. Not just storm magic, no. Okay. Okay. So we have a different soldier <clears throat> on our team now. Good. That's going to make planning all the more difficult. Perfect. Well, just think of it this way. I'm more like Turnock used to be with a lot of magic at my disposal as well. 
Okay. Not quite as good, good as Turnock in 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 fighting, but I can augment myself with magic quite a bit. Good to know. Very good to know. It's also very weird to speak in this accent sometimes. I know you guys are more familiar with it, but which one do you usually use? The all of you. Which one would you use? <clears throat> That's, yeah, that's a di difficult question. I'm more used to talking, like you, for example. You know, I'm used to talking in this accent. Because that's sort of what I've been using for many, many years. But I can also talk like this, if you prefer. It's I, I understand if it's a... Bit confusing. It's part of my education to be able to adapt. Nope. I'm quite fine with you using anything you want. Yeah, I'm gonna need a drink after this one. Uh, I, More I, I do really. <laughs> it's still one Jean Jacques. It's just slightly more, different. More Jean Jacques in one Jean Jacques. <laughs> yes, I guess. After, like, Jen Jacques and Meyer had that conversation about not trusting each other, I just kind of, like, jump in and go, another reason not to trust you? And kind of, like, give a slight smile to Jean Jacques. <laughs> he kind of, like, smiles back, like, fair point. <laughs> so, JJ, when you're saying that you have... When you come up with all those memories that we don't, like, yeah. all the things you did in the past, so that means that there's another... Barnack around and your other versions of terrified. Barnack immediately just looks over version? his shoulder to make sure that there's not another Barnack. <laughs> um, You're not just inventing them; those memories are real. They Somewhere? are as real to me as as you are in front of me right now. Uh, as I said, I don't know enough about the theory yet. I, I need to go back to Postitia and the university and read a lot. But I have very vague memories of some basic lessons that I had in my early life that suggested that there are theories of multiple timelines. I don't really understand that myself. Is this, is this okay, Kevin? I'm kind of like spitballing right now. Sure, I know, but, there, yeah. there would definitely be theories about that. Uh, yeah, okay. Just not say anything about the correctness of them. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a... just, just, if you were to guess how many JJs converged into one. It's not as simple as saying converge, but I think at at one point... Four. Four. Maybe. Really too many JJs. So four JJs. Yes, but there's only one now. Should we call you JJ, 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 JJ? No, no, no stop. <laughs> Fuck's sake, no. No. Maybe JJ. That would be fine. It gives him, like, a Cheshire smile. <laughs> yeah, I walked into that one. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. 
Okay. Well, now that we're through with your sword thing, yeah, Patrick, probably it would be best if you could... You you go to turn towards him. He's already wandered off with the sword. Uh, yeah. And he's studying. You could... Yeah. Good. Okay. Okay, that's good. So, are we going to sleep or are we going to plan for tomorrow? I think some planning would do as well. Yeah. Is the clockmaker still there, Kevin? Yeah, they're still conversing on the other side of the room. All right. Um, JJ will try and get their attention just enough so that they understand that he would like a word with them if they have a moment when they're done. You get a very brief look, and that's all. No acknowledgement. Yeah. Um, kind of seeing JJ being like polite about it, Myra's not going to be. Um, is going to go over to Oberon and uh, just kind of like tap him on the shoulder and hand him the uh, platinum ring and be like, for tomorrow. Fascinating. Very simple. Slides it onto his hand, where you see he has already adorned himself with several other rings that used to belong to Danos. You found the wizard stash, the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Okay. I'll, I'll basically follow Myra. And just ask Oberon, so, just so we're clear, <clears throat> all of us tomorrow are going to fight those things and then keep you alive while you do whatever you do. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you could also help us with? Any weapons, potions, something Danos had? I've not had much time to explore other parts of the tower so I will have a look and I will bring whatever I can when you awaken Good. thank you Good. <sighs> I don't like going into this blind yes well I was discussing something with someone much more intelligent so if you don't mind and Good. Jean-Jacques wasn't around. Goodbye. And he just waits for you to leave before he turns back to the clockmaker. I'll turn around. Yeah, I'll turn around. <laughs> oh, that was hard. Oh. No, that was good. <laughs> what the fucking douchebag? I'm uh, not I'll... using wording bond tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to die in this tower because he wanted to be in there. <laughs> And he turns back, and in a low voice, in a language that you don't understand anyway, um, he goes yeah. back to speaking with the clockmaker. I'll come back to, to Jean-Jacques Tani and say, well, he said that we do not need to protect him tomorrow at all. We can just fight on our own. He's also an asshole. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely an asshole. Uh but he's a very powerful asshole. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, he can take a lot of beat. Okay. Um, it is here. So is there anything else? <laughs> any more planning you guys want to do here? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. 
Okay, sorry. So it's actually do strategic planning. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to. I wanted to. <laughs> okay. So yeah, go ahead. Um, so is, uh, the, the images are still there. The uh, images the are still there. Out? Um, very much like it's like a very very clear hologram, just hovering okay. over the table, accessible. For and you. what they said essentially is we need to take control of the main conduit room. Mm -hmm. press some buttons yeah. and then we'll have to invade the containment chamber afterwards in yes. order to actually place the device right That's so right. first it's the it's the main chamber we all fight together mm -hmm. battle royale style and then go into the containment chamber where we need to protect oberon yes. from yeah. the manifestation okay yeah. and you so start cool. all the way at the bottom basically in the corridor where you initially incorrectly yeah. teleported to where you, the sigil is yes. right or sigil. you can make your way up <laughs> yeah foyer um <clears throat> so JG kind of like motions for everybody to to come um, next to the image. He says, um, "So this is where we we come in," and like points at the the, the sigil. I think that our best chance at victory is if we storm the main conduit chamber through the middle corridor, set up a perimeter. And try and secure the other three entrances. <coughs> and essentially use our golems as sort of barricades that the enemies would slam into. While the rest of us will try and pick them off as that happens. The, the map seems to suggest that we would meet some resistance as soon as we appear. But that the corridors to the right and left are already controlled by friendly forces. So in theory, if we secure the middle corridor, set up a perimeter around it as we try and make our way to the other three entrances, we would be protected from the back. There would be no risk of assault from there, in theory. Very important thing about this plan is that our ranger doesn't go in to fight shoulder to shoulder with the dude with the battle axe. Yeah. Um, that is very true, but last time someone was... Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, I know. I could, yeah. Have I also to... have an idea. Myra, do, do you, can you do one of those spells of yours that protect us all? As long as you stay within a certain range when it's cast, and depends on what it is. Yeah. So, basically, even though it says on this map that both left and right side are safe, if something changed, we should probably immediately head up, head north. So I was thinking, when we get there, you give us that defense, and we just let the newly bladerific Jean-Jacques and Patrick and everyone that likes fighting 
close in close combat they just plow through the enemies and we rush for the main conduit and then could we get the golems there or would they have to come with us from below i think they would have to come with us from below But they should be a much better battering ram, I assume, to simply take control over a portion of the main conduit room, at least. Yeah. Okay. I can make myself... Very bladerific, as you put it, Barnack, where I would be very fast, very hard to hit. And I could achieve more in a single move. Than could normally. you do that for, for more of us? I can only do it for one person at a time. Let's see. Okay. Or I could also turn myself or another person invisible for a decent amount of time and still be able to do everything that you normally do or that I normally do. That's at least what I would start with. By the way, I would... just to interrupt, but I would recommend you make some notes of the plans that you actually want to make, because, of course, for next week, um, it might fade, so it'll be good to you have some notes. You think we wouldn't remember no. uh, the <laughs> no. strategy we Not make? Not even a little bit. You're very <laughs> right about that. Yeah. <laughs> we so, should yeah. talk, also talk about who's going to hit those switches. It yeah. probably be people who are a little bit better at... Quick reactions? Are the switches just switching them or something? Or are they They're, buttons? They were described to you as levers. It's levers. I'm just saying, I'm not very quick uh, reactionary most of the time. I've got good reactions myself, but <clears throat> yeah, I could I could grab one probably. Uh, I think that Tani, you, Barnick, and myself can grab the switches because we can. If I make myself very fast. Tani and I can move very quickly to the ones that are further away, and then you could position yourself next to one that we take control of immediately as we enter the room. Yeah. And then, Myra, you can protect Barnack. So, <clears throat> I was thinking about this a minute, but uh, this is purely meta knowledge, but essentially, to line them all up, you would have to ready your action while the others get ready, and then the la last one can flip it at once. So that's kind mm -hmm. of the challenge, right? Putting yourself in a position where you yeah. can be standing still for a round and not go down. 
<clears throat> yeah. Well, so let's hope that, could... that everyone rolls a super great initiative. We all go immediately one after the other, and we just do it without yep. losing anything. <laughs> that will definitely happen. I never roll well, well, so... Yeah, not me with the negative one initiative. Yeah. Okay. Um, that would work, I believe. Tani, Jean-Jacques, and myself get the switches. Myra, you're on guard duty. Patrick... And Napoleon can take the brunt of the attack. Those four golems can... I don't know what they can do. And Oberon will be with us as well, so he will probably be able to deal with things in his own way. What are we talking about? And you see Felix fly down and land on the, on the dinner table. And just kind of sits down. With this, like, almost in some food, and then he kind of switches, and he looks around. What's going on, guys? Sorry, got a little sleepy, but uh, what are you doing? Strategizing. Planning a, oh. planning a trip tomorrow. Oh, where to? Well, to the worst place in the tower. Oh. The kennels? No. Worse. Mm -hmm. Currently, worst place in the tower. Okay. Scary. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was curious, but uh, continue. And he just kind of sits there and, like, cleans himself and listens. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> Does he accept scritches? JJ will oh, yeah. scritch Oh, like, yeah. Just kind of like, mm, sure. But he's very, you know, like, High and mighty about it, like, okay, you are allowed to. <laughs> yeah. So as we enter, then, our first objective is to secure the closest switch to the south entrance. Barnack stays next to it, doing his thing, slaying. And waiting for other switches to be ready yes we then move to the next closest one and then finally the furthest one away yeah okay I think it's going to be hard to come up with anything a lot more solid without seeing what exactly we'll be facing but from memory serves the creatures were quite fast and could attack multiple times. As you the say this, ones, yes. the map image suddenly shifts. There's like a bit of static almost, like an old TV. And then you get like a sort of flickering view and you realize that there's a light in the chamber, but it's kind of inc inconsistent. And you get a live view of the chamber. And you see like in the center, there's this like massive kind of device on the ground. And then there are two... Um, metal, like little, little pipes that come out of the ground and lead up what you think is towards the containment chamber, and you mm -hmm. see dozens and dozens of these creatures, the smaller ones with the horrible crystal growths, intermingled with the slightly larger ones with the that were very dangerous that can attack like six times, and in the corner, and then one more, one more to the right, 
you see two looming shapes shapes that don't fully fit within the view inside the chamber that just stand still but as you watch you can slowly see them kind of growing and getting smaller as if they're breathing very slowly and laboriously them big motherfuckers is what I'm worried about I hate all of it Hmm. so I will try and speak to Oberon and see if he knows a spell that I think would be very useful tomorrow that I don't know right now but I've heard of if he can teach me it, it would be very useful. I just need to be the um, <clears throat> opening salvo of our entrance so that I don't accidentally hurt any of you. But otherwise, I think having the golems engage the very big ones and then the slightly big ones while we try and clear the smaller ones is probably going to be the best course of action. Unless, yes, unless the big ones destroy the golems in a second or two. Yes, well, then we're fucked either way, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but with you peppering them with arrows, I think the medium ones won't survive for too long. I can also, of course, do the same. I need some arrows that are stronger. I'll go find Patrick. I'll be back in a second. And I'll actually go find okay. Patrick. So you head off. Um, <clears throat> the three of you are left by the table. Anything else you want to go through right now? I feel like we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, Phoenix says. Do you, do you have... Um... <laughs> I know you said it sort of depends, but do you have protective magic that you could bring tomorrow, Myra? Something that could help us all, perhaps? Especially something against those psychic attacks, I feel like might be very useful. Damn it, I didn't want to click it in chat, but whatever. I'm good. Yeah, beacon would be nice, but that's clutch because it's like just one minute. And we all know, well, we don't have any more diamonds, do we? Not at the moment. It's, yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> anyway, then. Might not need I... to save that spell slot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, Danos has some? <laughs> well, I was thinking Spirit Guardians at least to give us more mm. protection. I think Bless would probably clutch as well. Yeah. It's all concentration though, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. the, always the challenge with clerics is that your best stuff is all concentration. <clears throat> Unless you can bring Firestorm, that would be nice. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Okay, so while you look, um, Barnack, you head out of the chamber. Um, Felix actually flies up and sits on your shoulder, or at least you know, if you allow him. Uh, yeah. And just kind of sits there, and you hear, like, you can feel the slight vibration. He's not super happy or anything, he's just purring gently next to your ear. 
as you go to find Patrick, who is I'll currently... Scratch. I'll scratch his ear a bit. Okay. Um, Patrick just has, like, some of his tools laid out on the desk in his chamber, and is, uh, is just studying the blade and trying to, you know, maybe figure out something of his own design. Um, but he looks up when you come in, and he nods at you. Um, say, Patrick, um, do you know how to make common arrows be a bit more beefy or something? Maybe magical? Well, you could get them enchanted. Or well, could apply. You do that? No, not on such no. short notice. Yeah. You could also apply um, a particular kind of oil. Um, but I don't have any with me. But perhaps the master of the tower could mm -hmm. provide some. I'm sorry. Um, no, no. What I'm doing fine. for Jean Jacques is the extent of what I can possibly do to aid someone else. I think mm -hmm. it's a bit difficult to remember. I'm working off of instinct, but yes, I do apologize. That is fine. That is fine. Okay. Well, thank you. The oil was my second second idea. Thank you. Hmm. Um, yeah. Ask Oberon. He <coughs> might be able to help you. Yeah. Jean-Jacques will ask Oberon. Very well. He looks a bit puzzled that he didn't really catch the nature of your exchange with him. Well, good luck. And yeah, uh... We're making a plan tomorrow, so well today for tomorrow. So when you're done, if you don't want to sleep, you can join us, and then we'll fill you in. Right. But well, I will take some time, but please inform me in the yeah. morning if you're able. I will do we'll whatever do. you, whatever you think is best. Yeah. Oh right, you're almost part of the Ashen Hearts now. Huh. I am. Okay. Kinda. Great. I love. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm a team player. So that's great. And I'll just leave to to Jean Jacques. Okay. As he was leaving, the conversation Jean Jacques was like approaching because he like and he has this look on his face like he okay. just remembered something. He's like, Barnek, don't you have like poison from that spider queen that we killed back in Pastizia? That stuff was pretty yeah. powerful, wasn't it? Yeah, I do. Couldn't you couldn't you coat some of your arrows with that? Um, I could, I could, if I remember correctly, uh, I could do about, I think, was it 10 arrows per, per sack of poison? Let me check. Um, I have <coughs> half full vial of spider poison and two matriarch mandible poison sacks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can I... help make your arrows stronger. It's just that if I do that, then I won't be able to make myself super fast yeah. or invisible, which is fine for the opening. Like, we could do my thing where I light your arrows in fire. Then I can do other things. And then as things I, I, progress, I, think I would change. I think you should change. wait for, for with, with those fire arrows. Okay. At least until we know what we're up against with those big things. Right. I defer to you here. You know yeah, battle tactics very well. Poison might be very good. 
And there was no, I, no sarcasm have, in that. Yeah. JJ actually one, respects Barnek's like battle prowess. I have one vial of spider drake poison as well. That was uh, unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> Little bit. Yeah. I keep most of poisons on me. Um, question. We need to get you like a poisoner's kit. Yeah. When we get to Postizia. Write that down somewhere. <laughs> like we need to get you a poisoner's kit. Uh, question, uh, would I be able to do anything with Sundrop, as in, like, apply it to a, an arrow? That would require study and experimentation to yeah. find out. Yeah. Well, note to self. Note to self. Create. Yeah. First, the criminal. Well, first, kill the rose. Get the criminal background for myself. Get all the sun drops that I need, and then export arrows. Okay. Well, write that all down. Make sure that you have your notes. Um, yeah. But in the do meantime, you, do you mention the sun drop in conversation with JJ? Like, yeah, I just... said it. I said it on yeah. out loud. And so, so maybe we just made our way back to the group. Unless you wanted to yeah. bring up something, Kevin. So you... Um. No, you can have you can have a conversation first. Okay, so I just say, um, <clears throat> it is good that you bring that up. I have some on myself, and I believe that we all have at least one. I don't know, do you, Myra, have any? I don't think, Myra, you have any sun drop on you, do you? No, but you guys all had multiple leaves that you yeah. secured from the, uh... Yeah. Yeah, and as far as we know, you could just, like... You crush it and eat Eat one it. of them. Yeah, you crush yeah, it and, and eat. You, you yeah. get super doped up, like, on crack and... You can do something. Yeah, it's it's magic crack basically. It's uh, yeah, magic very magic. dangerous, but very potent. <clears throat> so he like pulls two out because I have I think I have four. Mm -hmm. I really need to uh, sort my inventory out between mm -hmm. the two sheets because I keep having to open this one. Um, Sandra, yeah, I have four, so I pull two out and I give two to Myra. Okay, so what Myra. Are these? Hmm? What are these? Drugs. So he hands you um, two of these, like it's like um, water lilies, like as as flat and wide as a water lily leaf, but completely pure white and as, like almost as thin as like a, a rose leaf. Um, it's very delicate. Mm -hmm. It looks a bit a bit gray rather than white, just because it's been in the pouch and it's been away from the flower that spawned it for a while, but. Um, yeah, it's Sundrop. Uh, you've seen a glimpse of these things sometimes growing in like alleyways in Postitia here and there. Yeah, so they are essentially drugs, um, as Barnek said. If you crush one and eat it, it will infuse you with power for a small period of time as far as we were able to observe and grant you some magical ability. I think we should just have it on our persons as a last resort. Uh, like a hail night mother, if you know what I mean. A voice from behind you, Jean-Jacques, that kind of snuck up on you, says, uh, you should be careful with those down there. And the clockmaker is standing like right behind you. Probably jumps a little bit. Like he controls it, but just a little bit. <laughs> is it particularly dangerous to use them down there? The weave is not properly maintained in that place. It's the nature of the crack. 
So if you release raw magic into yourself, there is no guiding principle for what it should do. Mm. You will effectively guide it only with your intent. So if you're in a particularly dangerous situation and your intent is particularly chaotic, there's no telling what you might cause to happen. It could be very good or very bad. Right. So the very, very last resort then, I think. It's up to you. You wanted to talk to me? Yeah, if I could have a moment for a private conversation. Okay. The rest of you can go away. I was JJ was starting to move away and then he's like turns back and like uh, stays there just standing next to her she kind of like seems to realize something she goes right that's convention um bye and she heads over to walk with you instead yeah. uh, I so just make a we... face bay <laughs> Felix on your shoulder mimics as well bye <laughs> So there's just two sassy, sassy people. Um, That's right, Phoenix. Yeah, so he uh, just, as soon as they're away, um, he turns to her and says, um, I was just wondering, will I have the benefits of your patronage up until the moment where I hand over the timepiece to Oberon? Yes. Right. Should I take... One of the other ones as well for the. Um, she looks over and you there's, spoke to them. there's um, six of them there, mm. but there's seven of you in total. Right. Okay. So she just kind of looks over. You could, but no, I don't think you should. Um, I agree. And it will still be your piece after this completes. So don't forget it. She just kind of like looks at you very severely as if you would. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of gives her like a, uh, you know, an acquiescing nod. Like, yes, I won't forget it. Like, of <laughs> course I wouldn't, but I will. All right. That yes. is a comforting thought. If you say so. I need to be going. I think we've covered everything we can here. Yes. Before you do, if I may just... Do you know what happened to me in that engine room? Fairly simple. Multiple converging personalities imprinted on you and left behind marks because you <laughs> stepped into a place where you don't belong. You hear Barnack's voice converging, converging, he said so. <laughs> right. It should be fine. I can reverse it if you wish, but you seem to be quite comfortable. Yes, I think this is better. If you say so. Just remember to separate this reality from whatever you remember. Hmm. I will. Okay. Great. Then I wish you good luck. And um, she looks around the room. She looks over at the at the group. You have faith in them. You have faith in them? He also looks at them. Um, yes. 
more than in anything else. Great. Glad to hear it. I will hopefully talk to you after you succeed. Good luck. Thank you. She just walks back to the teleporter to leave the chamber in a very normal fashion, not popping out of existence or anything like that. <clears throat> so cool. Um, somebody wanted to talk to Oberon in the meantime, right? So you would have probably had an opportunity to do that while Jean-Jacques spoke to... Uh, I wanted to send Jean-Jacques ah, to talk to okay. Oberon. So in that I case, Oberon goes to, to join the clockmaker to leave. So if you want to catch him, you'll either have to send Jean-Jacques quickly or do it yourself. O Oberon, um, do you have any oils for arrows? Diamonds. And diamonds for, for magic. He kind of does like does this to the clockmaker and then turns to all of you, heads over to the table, and um, he very quickly incants something and you see a scroll appear on the desk with a pencil next to it. He holds up the pencil. Write down your shopping list before you go to bed and I will see what I can do. Anything not on this list and it will not look for it. Understood? Yeah. He just like and he very dramatically drops the pencil like ugh and then steps away <laughs> and goes back to the clock. At the moment he steps as away. He turns... <laughs> Sorry. Go, 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 go. I was gonna say, as he turns, JJ is there. <laughs> like... <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take the pencil and just write down less ego. <laughs> is the first thing. Okay. <clears throat> He ain't gonna find that. <laughs> okay. Lose um, the attitude. <laughs> so yeah, he leaves with the clockmaker. And... Well, JJ was there to like I'll address him briefly. Yeah, it's like uh, Oberon. I was wondering, do you perhaps have in your spell book or know a particular spell? Uh, I believe it's called Fireball. I would like to learn it if you can spare the time. It's very uncivilized, but I'll have a look and see what I can provide to you. Thank you. I believe that there will be several spells that I can provide, so keep an eye out and be ready to copy them in the morning. I'll make sure you have the proper ink and parchments. Much obliged. <clears throat> and with a much more respectful nod to JJ, he turns away again and leaves the room with the clockmaker. To douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Just... I fucking hate them. <laughs> I would have rather had. What's his face? Who's the No, the, the original owner. Oh, Danos. Danos. Yeah, Danos, I feel like would have been better. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I will case. add the 300 gold piece worth of diamonds okay so if you guys can write all of your requests in the main channel on discord please then we'll have that for next week uh you don't have to do it now you can also add stuff to it over the course of the week we'll say the final day to add anything will be friday so make sure to to get your requests in by then for anything you know even if you know tiny things like hey i need uh i don't know a new staff or whatever to to punch or to hit stuff with then um 
put it on the list and we'll see if anything appears for uh, you. Now that the clockmaker and over on left, I'll like move over to Barnack. You want to know what this is on my shoulder? How I got it? Yeah, that that probably be good. JJ, can I have my notes back? <laughs> JJ, who was like, as they left, was just already like pulling them out to like go through them. He's like, um, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> you can have it back in a minute. Yeah, thank you. Felix begins to fly and inspect your shoulder where he can, like, not from super close. He's just like kind of flying around your shoulder and having a look. Um, but where did it begin? Um, so my freelancer group was sent to go to where's the person's name? The prison. Orisi. Yeah, Orisi. Um and while there we were ambushed in the night. Um and our group split and experimented on. Two of us made it out. Um one died trying to escape. I don't know what happened to the others. I have now this as how would I describe it? A terrible scar of what happened there. Do you do you... Did you try to heal it? I want to get rid of it. I don't know how. It's part of me now. Mara, may I just take a closer look on the off yes. chance that I can see something? Yeah. So I like to uh, examine okay. the sort of circuitry, I mm -hmm. guess, if I remember right yeah. what it was. But I'd like to use like magic to do it. Or not magic, like identify or something, because I no longer have that anyway. Um, but like, could I do an arcana sort of investigation? I would say yes, but the problem is that regardless of how you investigate it, you don't have proficiency. Like, mm -hmm. it, this would be an additional skill, which would be, like, arcane technology. Right, as, right, as okay. Inside. So, regardless of how you investigate it, without actual investigation or arcana, like, we can definitely take that into account. But if you want to roll, or if you will roll, then it's uh, just straight-up intelligence roll to investigate okay. it. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll try. Okay. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Well, so you, um, Myra, I don't know, like, the how your clothes exactly fall, but, you know, you have to kind of work a little bit to uncover the shoulder. Yeah, sure I that... probably removed at least the, the armor. Right, right. Okay. So, the, you know, the, the armor to the side, and then the shoulders revealed, and it, there are, like, kind of metal lines that already run a little bit up to uh, up the neck, and then they converge on this 
metal construction that is embedded in Meyer's flesh on the shoulder. And it almost looks like there's an opening for something to be put into it. And that opening is cube-shaped. And seems pretty much as large as it is uh, as it could receive one of the data cubes that you guys have gathered over time. Um, beyond that, though, like there are multiple lines that just run away, almost like circuit, um, like boards on a circuit board or lines on a circuit board, but they seem to integrate with her um, veins underneath the surface. After a moment, like they kind of, you know, are a part of, really a part of her. Yeah, this is sort of like a, a combination of flesh and yeah machinery, and it right? looks like yes, it, and it looks gruesome, like it's. It's not unhealed or, or rotten or anything. It just, it looks so severely unnatural in a mm. way that, yeah, you have no idea how this even came to be, but it's it's a forced mixture of two things that are very, very fundamentally almost different from one another. Technology. Does it remind biology. me at all of what we saw when um, Appy or rather Mortimer brought in those minions of his to threaten us. Make a history check to see how well you remember what you saw. That's, um... 17. The similarities are there, but this is... Like, those were almost like cyborgs, you could say. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. according to our understanding, of course, in, in the universe, it's not quite that. But they had like huge portions of their body or even whole body parts replaced with clockwork machinery. Um, in Myra's case, the fusion is more um, more diverse. More like the wolf, maybe? Very much like the wolf. Okay. The wolf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the wolf that attacked... Well, didn't attack us, but... Uh tracked us down in uh, Lord Storm's house. Oh, oh, the, the um, dog. Also yeah, had, yeah, 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 yeah. When, J when the clock piece started working again. Yes. So, yeah. Um, that is what you find, but as far as insights go, beyond the connection to the cubes, which is apparent immediately, um, and, like, connection is very tenuous. It seems, you know, to us it would be like having a USB port on your shoulder, but, you know, larger and uh, yeah. less defined um, but beyond that you can't make heads or tails of it you have no insights into how they managed it into how this functions or why Myra's body is not rejecting it like none of it makes sense it is effectively a part of her and it even looking at it there's a, there's a thought in the back of anyone's mind who looks at it that it, it is her like it it is her body. Like even the metal is just there. It belongs there. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, Myra. I don't. I don't fully understand it. But I have seen something like it before. Or rather, uh, we all have. It was done to this. Uh, to this wolf back in Pastizia. That was tracking us down. So I think that whoever did that to you didn't stop. 
and is likely uh, still in operation, which means they can be found. Um, Jancy, I sent you a message on Discord. Sorry, this has to happen. I don't know if this is going to be good or bad. looks more upset. A wolf? Yes. I remember it was a very large one. I remember a wolf. While we were still there. Vague. Hmm. <clears throat> I truly don't know everything that happened there and the one person who was there I pretty sure re would refuse to talk to any of you who is it one of the other surviving members of the shattered stars one of my Closer friends in them, but they've been in hiding since we escaped. Okay. Well, after this, if you want to pursue that and learn more about whatever that is, we could do that. I would like more answers. <laughs> I do think this might tie into our task for uh, Elena as well. I have an inkling that this <clears throat> Conspiracy might be connected somehow. The experimentation, the playing around with forces unknown. It could fit in quite nicely, but it's the government, so it could be an entirely different conspiracy altogether. Kind of like nods to JJ. <laughs> Well, it seems like while the task tomorrow is going to be monumental, it's only the beginning in a lot of ways. Hope we don't die then? There is no dying tomorrow. We did that enough on this island. Hmm. I do feel like that could be our motto. You know, the Ashen Hearts. Let's hope we don't die. 
Could be, yeah. yeah. Although, let's hope we don't die, kind of. I think everyone hopes for that. Right, but not many people throw themselves headfirst into the types of situations we do, I feel like. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Everyone goes into unknown tunnels and portals. That reminds me, we do have a portal to go through. We do. Okay. Well, all in due time. Hmm. So we're ready for tomorrow? Not at all, but... Nope. Yeah. Exactly what I wanted to hear. Are we ready for tomorrow, guys? Don't think like that. Yes, Sludge King. Yeah, we are. Of course we are ready for tomorrow. We have yes. four golems. We have we have Oberon. The prick. I don't know if that makes me more comfortable. Yeah, he's a prick, but he's a strong prick. We have Patrick, we have Napoleon, and there are four yeah. of us. And Napoleon, me, I trust for my life. Felix, will you be joining us? And and we're going to go fight. Yeah, I kind of feel like I need to be with you. See, Fair I enough. took Felix and Napoleon with my life down there. And, like, you guys, but... <laughs> I don't trust anyone else. But mostly them. <laughs> but mostly them. Mostly them. You guys, but mostly them. <laughs> he goes Napoleon, Felix, then Napoleon again, and then <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Fair enough, though. Then the enemies, and then Oberon. <laughs> yes. And then Jean-Jacques. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Okay. okay. I'll give yeah. him. I'll give Jean Jacques the one page of notes back. <laughs> he can read them on his own time. Okay. So, whether you stay up a little longer chatting a little bit, or reading even, or eating food. I'll put poison on the arrows. Well, before that. Good, good. So, make sure that you. Um, that you check how many arrows you want to poison, and if you're not sure, to write to me about you know the ones that you're not sure about. That we yeah. have that all arranged for next week. But in the meantime, each of you find your way to rest, to bed, over the course of the next, let's say, 30 minutes or so. And um, <clears throat> Barnack, you have a uh, very attached cat, or flying cat, actually, staying with you. So it just kind of uh, curls up with you. Uh, you can hear him purring, and um, as he falls asleep, he even says, uh, I'm glad you didn't really die. And then just falls falls asleep with you. And all of you drift off to rest. Some fitful, perhaps, others just gone completely. But with all your preparations made as best as you can, you get ready for the next morning when you will face... Possibly the greatest dangers of your lives. And try to save not just this tower, but Bustizia and possibly the world. And that's where we'll pick it up next time. Nice. Well done, you guys. Uh, nobody punched the clockmaker or tried to, so. That's... I so wanted to. <laughs> My compliments. Um, but yeah, that was fun. I, uh, I hope you guys also had fun. And. Um, 
Very much so. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. We'll be back next week as you uh, go and try to figure this stuff out uh, without dying. So that'll come then. All right. In the meantime, um, Simon and also uh, Chris Roberts, you were here. Thank you for watching. Uh, we appreciate you guys so much. And anyone else who's watching, remember to follow, subscribe, follow us on uh, YouTube and like our videos there. And we will see you next week for episode 29 of Tales of Adea. In the meantime, have a nice week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.